0: Thanks for listening to Echo Holiday Radio, playing your favorite holiday jams and top 40 hits to get you through the season. Speaking of surviving the season, TuneIn has partnered with one of our favorite comedians in the world, Jen Kirkman, to create a new exclusive four-episode podcast series, The Holiday Survival Guide. So sit back, warm up the house, turn down the lights, and enjoy the episode. Hey, Alexa, dim the lights 50%.
1: Okay, dimming the lights now.
0: Hi everyone, I'm Jen Kirkman. I'm a comedian, I'm an author, I'm a podcaster, but most of all, I'm a human, just like you. Everyone can use a little help during the holidays, so I'm going to talk to some of my good friends and get real advice on how to survive these holidays. This is my Holiday Survival Guide podcast powered by Amazon Echo. So for this edition of the Holiday Survival Guide podcast, we're going to be talking about relationships. My idea for this episode started with the question, do holidays ruin relationships or do relationships ruin holidays? How do relationships survive the holidays? And I've got some great guests today that I talked to about this, including musician Kim Gordon, Cameron Esposito, and her wife, Rhea Butcher, both hilarious comedians. So yeah, I mean, what is it about Christmas especially? New Year's as well. It's sort of like this like alternate Valentine's Day. It's like the other two holidays where I feel it's becoming more and more about, oh my God, are you in a relationship? Oh my God, I thought I'd be in a relationship by Christmas. It's it's sort of like, you know, there's these ads like buy her a diamond. And I guess it's people just trying to sell their wares. So I guess if you own a diamond ring store, you're going to be like, hey, I know it's July 4th, time to get married. But I don't really see that though. You you see it mainly at Christmas. And I am so against proposing during the Christmas season. Keep them separate. First of all, you will have fun celebrating Christmas. And then you have another holiday coming up at some other point during the year, which is your engagement. I don't know. I guess people don't really celebrate the day they got engaged. I mean, some annoying people do who want a lot of presents and not that there's anything wrong with that. But how does that make people not in a relationship feel where you're watching these ads like, oh my God, another year alone under the mistletoe. But that's why I thought it was so fun to talk to Cameron and Ria because they let it hang out and they talked about how difficult it can be to be in a relationship during the holidays because you're both bringing your idea of what the tradition should be. And it's not really an easy thing to compromise on. You can't always say, well, we'll do half at your family's house and half at my family's. I mean, there's travel involved and there's just different types of people all being thrown together. Then sometimes if you avoid your families for the holidays just so that you can you know, snuggle up and just be in your relationship, what does the inner kid inside of you do? Do you go, well, wait, I really shouldn't be doing this. I should be home with my original family celebrating and ah, uh, it just feels like you're being torn in so many different directions. So in a weird way, maybe being in a relationship is the least ideal position to be in on the holidays. Maybe the holidays is the worst time to be in a relationship. Maybe if we just think about how people in relationships have their own kind of stress, we won't be jealous or we'll be able to handle it when people say, Aren't you sad that you're not with someone this time of year? It's like maybe that is a blessing. But I also find out so, how do you survive the holidays when you're in a relationship? I mean, you can't just ignore it. How do you talk out problems? How do you compromise? How do you accept who someone else is and love them through it? Because you know what? It's not just our families of origin that drive us crazy over the holidays. If you pick someone to love and marry and cherish, that's your person. And if they're pissing you off at the holidays, you feel like you're on your own. You're like, "Um, is there anywhere I can go to get away from this? I'm going to grab that elf on a shelf and hang out with that thing. That that seems that seems like an easy hang because it's just a stuffed animal." So, well, I I didn't want to harp on it, but I got dumped last Christmas, but I'm not gonna let it ruin my Christmas this year. And and I didn't really get dumped on Christmas day. It was like two days later. But look, if you get dumped two days after Christmas, there's no way that that person wasn't spending some of Christmas going, oh my God, I wanna break up. Oh my God, I wanna break up. And I thought we had the best Christmas ever because we did. We got all dressed up and we went to see It's a Wonderful Life and my house was decked out. We gave each other ridiculous amounts of gifts no fights, no issues. We were just so happy. And we're like, I literally couldn't spend this much time with anyone else. And that's what we both agreed on. So imagine my shock when 2 days later this this person that had been in my life for years that I really just planned on, you know, just rotting next to someday. And that's what relationships are all about. It's just like who can I rot next to someday? But it was pretty shocking. Now, of course, look, there were little things here and there. I went, huh, I don't know if he can hack this. Of course. But my whole point is I'm not going to let it ruin my year this year. And I have my own new traditions. So, everybody who's listening, get ready. You're going to learn how to handle the holidays, whether you're in a relationship or not. And don't forget that relationship with yourself. Enjoy episode three, Relationships. <music>
1: Alexa, tell us about Kim Gordon. Kim Gordon is an American musician, songwriter, author, and visual artist. She was a founding member of Sonic Youth. This guest needs no
0: introduction. It's a fabulous Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth and so many things. What I'd really recommend is getting her fantastic memoir, Girl in a Band. I talked to Kim about, I'm a dork. I asked her, like, basically, are you a normal person? Like, What does someone as cool as you, I I just figured she would say, you know, oh, she's on the road all the time and she's got all these punk rock holidays, but it turns out she's really quite a traditionalist. And so Kim tells us about why she loves the holiday season, what she does to sort of slow down and stop time. And um, a little advice for you guys on how to survive some difficult times during the holidays. So take a listen. Have you ever seen that website that's like, I forget the name of it. It's like David Bowie doing normal things. It's just him doing the most mundane things that
1: huh. you just don't think oh, he wow. would be
0: doing. Like he's on a payphone or he's sitting there reading a newspaper waiting for something. And I know this is really annoying, but that's sort of how I think of you. It's like, I cannot picture Kim Gordon wrapping a gift <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, being in line on Black Friday. But if you want to debunk any of my insistence hmm. that you're not from this earth— <laughs> I mean, I, okay, well, for Thanksgiving, I cook a full
2: turkey dinner with, you know, stuffing Great, I'm really into it. It's one of my favorite holidays. And oh, cool. That's kind of...
0: That's 100% that's traditional.
2: Traditional, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like, do you wear a little apron? and a- um, I don't. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I always forget the apron. Do you have like, oh, my God, it's the boring neighbor, Mary. I have to invite her. I mean, do you have boring You mean for like Thanksgiving? Like, yeah.
2: Well, it's since my... um my marriage split <laughs> up or, mm-hmm. you know, dissolved. It's
0: it's uh, tricky. <laughs> dissolved is a funny word. It just, yeah, you just, both turned I, into a fine powder. If right. you away. listen to this tape, <laughs> it will dissolve in like <laughs> five seconds. Was that the worst holiday season of your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I say that, I feel comfortable asking because I got dumped on Christmas last year and there's nothing oh, wow. like, I say Christmas, it was the day after, but there's nothing like going through something like that and being in this time of year where it seems like everyone has some kind of grounded relationship, It's heavy. Or, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's also yeah, it's an emotional time, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, and to add anything to it is is overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, it's almost though depressing
2: if your life was like a hallmark card.
0: I guess so. I mean, <laughs> unless me. you were so okay with it and yeah. and dumb, I guess is the. Crass way to put it that you didn't even know that you didn't have any challenges because I think it's depressing if you have an awareness that there's something not that fulfilling about it. But if you really were like, this is great, yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, that's
2: perfectly works for for me. That yeah. would be depressed. I mean, for other people,
0: what would you say to inspire someone? I don't even know if "inspires" the word, but how do you get through? I mean, you obviously just have to wake up every day, but how do you get through something like that over the holidays? Did you do anything differently for yourself, like anything, any kind of way of talking to yourself, even?
2: Um, I don't really remember. I think I just sort of blocked it out. Yeah, you're just like Actually. I'm. Just going to knuckle down and survive. Yeah, probably just more wine and <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> I love that more wine. That's yeah. That's what Hillary said. I really
2: don't know how you know friends. Yeah, uh, friends get you through things.
0: Yeah, I think that, and and I think that's important too. Like to to not forget to reach out to friends. Like I know friends are always there, but I don't always want to reach out if something's going on during a time of year when I assume oh everyone's busy and they have their thing, and I have this vision in my head that if things are wrong, people just they you know it's like a movie. They should know to just drop everything and come over. (laughs) And the expectation that that people just know what you need when you need it is not realistic. I think it's fine to ask for mm-hmm. help, yeah. whatever it is. Like, come sit with me, anything. Yeah. So back to your Thanksgiving. So is there any kind of like, oh my God, I have to invite this person and they're there? Or is it is it really just anyone you want? Well, I mean, last year I
2: actually had to go back east to my nieces because my daughter wanted to go mm-hmm. and we're close with them. But they're my ex's nieces, and he was there.
1: Oh man!
2: But um, it was okay, you know. It was just sort of like being with a kind of another relative,
0: right? Like another obligation in a way, like kind um, of, or yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but this year, um, everyone's going different directions, and actually, one of my nieces is coming out with uh, my boyfriend's. Friend, I set them up.
0: Wait, you set up a couple? Yeah. Oh, how cute. Yeah. So it's like a little couple's holiday almost in a way. I think you, the- your boyfriend, your niece. And- yeah.
2: And when then some art, artist friends are coming out because they're, they have a gallery out here that they share mm-hmm. with this gallery from Mexico City and they, they're they doing a joint show and they have to be here over Thanksgiving. And so I invited them and, oh, that's um, so
0: fun. Yeah. It should be fun. And so, Is there any like kind of? I'm assuming that it's pretty chill with you and your boyfriend. It's not like uh, it's not like uh, you have to decide what you're going to do, and he wants to do this, and you want to do your traditional thing. Like, is there anything to navigate? Well, he has to go to
2: his Uh family first. He has to eat twice, basically.
0: I always think stuff like that is so funny. Like that never ends, does it? Like, there's never a moment where you get to feel like an adult. I don't. I feel like sometimes.
2: Yeah, I think. um, I mean, when when I first started cooking my own thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinners i guess i felt like an adult yeah even though i had to have my husband's family. you know like
0: i mean actually i like them right. but but it's different than like hey the artists are coming over it's like right. okay i'm a grown woman i make my own thing right exactly but there's still compromise yeah
2: i mean when i when i first moved to new york um it was yeah thanksgiving was with your friends who were it just extended family you know, yeah, they were—no one was going home for Thanksgiving.
0: That's sort of a big moment in a young person's life, that first time that you're like, wait, I don't have to go home for anything. Right. And I don't, I'm trying to think—well, you know, I'm from the East Coast, so when I lived in New York, it wasn't like that. I, I did go okay. back to Massachusetts, but when I moved to L.A., it was like this notion of, I don't have to go anywhere. But in a way, I mean, even as a when I was in my 20s, I— did that for the first time I really missed it because there's something about it that seems sort of
2: it kind of defines one part of who you are or something
0: your past you mean yeah yeah and it and I thought I was you know I'm so cool and I'm just you know a comedian and I don't care about anything and I'm here with my friends in LA and there was a part of me that was like I miss my family's tradition but I feel like when I left the traditions fell apart anyways and nothing is going on without me so that's kind of cool it's kind of cool. It's like this narcissist dream of, of how everything should go. Like, well, once I'm done, everything's over. <laughs> the Holiday Survival Guide podcast is powered by Amazon Echo. The holidays are a crazy time, and I'm sure you could use a little help along the way. You can just ask Alexa. She can help you make a list, call a loved one, or buy a gift for your kids. How about this, Alexa, what is the
1: must-have kids' toy this year? The top search result for kids' toys this year is Toy Thrill Self-Balancing Dancing Robot Remote Control 6-Axis Gyro with five smart mode features. It's $39.99 total. Thanks, Alexa. So no matter how you celebrate the holidays, the new Echo can help you get through it. Alexa, tell us about Sarah Colonna. Sarah Colonna is an American stand-up comedian, actress, and comedy writer best known for her work on Chelsea Lately. Her new show Insatiable premieres on Netflix in 2018. Guys, I'd love to
0: introduce you to my really dear friend, Sarah Colonna. She's a hilarious comedian, and she's got two great books. One is called Life As I Blow It, and the other one is called Has Anyone Seen My Pants? They are great gifts. Put those on your wish list this year. Yeah, I talked to Sarah about relationships and Sarah's own love story about getting engaged during the holidays, which I don't normally approve of, but I think Sarah's got a good case for it in her story. Take a listen. You did have some moments of where you were like, okay, this is, I don't want to be single. This is, I'm having a hard time. And your friends were trying to set you up on websites with people.
3: Well, I was like, I was also starting to think there was something wrong with me because I wasn't interested in dating anyone. I was Uh, like, am I just, am I becoming like the person who's going to be like, I don't ever need anyone ever again. Like, is that happening to me? And I don't want to be like that. And then when I had to put my cat down, I think that was when it really hit me because I had a cat for 16 years and I had to put the cat down. And he had, like, his kidneys were failing, which if any cat owners are on here, then that's usually how they go out later in life. Yeah. And so, but while his kidneys were failing, like, you could keep them alive for a while, and they'd feel fine. So you have to, like, take an IV thing and, like, inject it into them, and it hydrates them, and then they feel better. And, like, he'd feel so much better afterwards. But I had this, like, it's like a two-person job. Someone should be holding up the bag, And then, and while you're injecting, but I had to like attach the bag to like a coat hanger and hang it from a cabinet. And I was like, okay, maybe I need a second pair of hands in my life. (laughs) Like, this is so sad. Me, like, and I would like have to hold him between my legs and like (laughs) to try to get him not to move because he didn't want a needle in him. But even though he felt better afterwards and it was so sad. And I was like, those were the points that I was like, okay, maybe it'd be nice to have someone around during this time.
0: Cue John Ryan, NFL superstar from the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle
3: Seahawks punter.
0: You guys meet and it's like love at first sight. And I mean, we all knew right away that you guys would be, you know, like it was like, oh yeah, yeah, this will end end
3: in marriage. Yeah, we started talking in in January. I was in Seattle actually in November, like around Thanksgiving. mm -hmm. And he had like tweeted me, but I didn't see it or something. And then I guess he did again. In January, well, after he chills. spoke to Ross Matthews on the sidelines and said he wanted him to introduce us, so yeah, then that's, that's when we started story. tweeting. So that was in January, and then and that's all in the book. I won't like bore everyone with a long story of that, but uh, it's not long. But anyway, he get did. He it's like asked Ross Matthews to introduce us, and then he did on Twitter, and then that was in January, and it was like the week he was going to the Super Bowl, the one they actually won. Mm. So I, I didn't really, I wasn't like a Seahawks fan, but I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch the Super Bowl, and then like. We we had just been texting by that point. Like we went, you know, off of Twitter to text. Yeah, that's in, a
0: big step in a relationship yeah, it that people is, don't realize.
3: Right out of the DMs and into Oh yeah. Into the phone. <laughs> and um after they won the Super Bowl, he was texting me all night. And I was like, huh. Like this guy, this isn't just a flirty thing because this no. is his opportunity to like I w didn't expect to hear from him. You yeah. Know? Unless he was like um, on like on top of someone while he was texting me. I think he was just well, you which know, you he could, wasn't. You, no. If someone
0: from the NFL was texting me, on their Super Bowl night. I honestly I mean you knew him by this point a little
3: Yeah, we've well. been talking a couple of But Yeah,
0: I would be like, Oh, is this just one of those guys that like there's probably texting fifty women right now because you can't get enough attention and you know, like you never know.
3: Yeah, I would just assume you'd be like, Text your family, then go to a party. And yeah, like, totally. that's it. And rage with your friends or whatever. Yeah. And he was like texting me photos he from the car. Yeah, you. he did. And then we went on a date in February. And then, and then that's it. And then we got engaged in December of that year. Of
0: that year. Oh, yeah. okay. So it, it was within a year you were engaged. Yes. And so, and this is where I also want to talk about, John did something that I don't approve of, but you can maybe talk me through why I should give you guys a pass on this okay. one. He proposed to you. The night before the, my the birthday. Night before, so December
3: is, 28th. Yes. Okay, the night so, before my 40th birthday was actually.
0: Okay. So here we are. It's Christmas. It's enough already. Mm-hmm. Now it's your birthday, which is already too bad. That's near Christmas, right? And now he's throwing an engagement in it, dude. Spread it out. Get engaged in March so that you have a special. Or like, if anything ever happened where he went insane and dumped you, like now he's ruined your birthday and Christmas. You better be damn sure, buddy. <laughs> now, John, I'm okay with. John is not going anywhere, right? But these other guys out there don't get any funny ideas about because it happened to my sister. She got proposed to you on Christmas Eve. And it ruined her Christmas Eve when they got divorced. So I'd say, you guys out there, you better not f*** around just for that moment. Yeah. But tell me why it's okay that John did that, even though
3: I, well, I've always was supportive of it. But in general, I don't support that nonsense. No, I agree. I think there's a couple reasons. One... John loves Christmas so much; it's his favorite time of the year. I you love know it. this about him. Yes, you. I definitely like. I've told John many times if something happens to me and I go early, mm-hmm. I want you and Jen to be together, even if you don't want to have sex with each other. Just be together and love Christmas together, and that, just be happy. That
0: makes me so happy. Well, first of all, you know, and and I like like skinny, weird looking guys. So John's really his gorgeous, handsome Adonis Beefy. self is just not my type. Mm-hmm. So I would. Love to platonically marry John and then we could have Christmas together because yeah, he you guys has,
3: can have Christmas. He is one of those trees that
0: makes snow. It's yes, like, yes, it
3: snows on itself.
0: I mean, I love it. So he's into he has it. Five
3: Christmas trees. Oh
0: my God. All in one home. Yes. I love it. And it's not like it's some sprawling mansion. Like, it's not like you get lost and you need to have five trees. Like, no,
3: no. It's just that there's a tree every room you go into. <laughs> I love
0: it. So, bathroom even?
3: Uh, no. No. He should but get like decorated. a little LED one for the bathroom. He told me he's decorating Tuesday, so. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: okay, so so that's going to happen. So he loves Christmas more than
3: anything and so, so do that's you think one you wanted to combine re- it? Well, I just think it's like his favorite time of year. Yeah. And I definitely thought we would get engaged in like the quote unquote off season for football, which would be like March. And I sort of figured we would go on a vacation, and then he would propose to me yeah. on the vacation. So I kind of like that's what I assumed was going to happen, and I assumed it would be that following March. So I also think he wanted to really catch me off guard, mm. like surprise me. I mean, made a whole scrapbook for me. Oh, that's right. He I made a giant scrapbook of our whole relationship, and then I and he acted like it was like a late gift and then and then he proposed at the end of it so oh. yeah so I think there was like a few things that went into it yeah and I had been home I had been at my mom's in Arkansas for cause this at this point I hadn't gone I hadn't spent Christmas day with him yet this was like I got there like the 27th or so or no I got there that day cause I had been oh, okay. in Arkansas and then I came there on the 28th and he called my mom when I was in the air because he was afraid she'd ruin it and like tell me <laughs> <laughs> that he was getting the blessing or whatever they say. So I think there was like a few reasons that he wanted to do it then. Yeah. And sometimes I I tease him and I say, I think it's because it was like, you wanted me to be engaged before I turned 40, just as a joke, like as if we're old fashioned or something. But that's what I, I just joke with him about that. But he's like, that's not why. Um, I
0: think it's still really funny though, because it's such a football move. It's like... He just hail mary passed you.
3: Yeah, he's like, oh, look at you talking sports.
0: Thank you. Even though that's not what a punter does. Whatever he punted Whatever. you. He's and...
3: throwing a touchdown pass. It's he has. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how it goes if you're allowed to do other. It was things. a fake play,
3: and so they tricked him, and then he threw a, a fake touchdown. He threw a touchdown pass, and the NFC Championship game. Oh, nice. Years yeah, that's it. Well, that year actually, the year he
0: met you. Yes, that's you were his good luck angel. Mm-hmm. <music> Alexa,
1: what are Cam Esposito and Rhea Butcher up to these days? Cameron and Rhea are married. They have a podcast called Put Your Hands Together and a TV show called Take My Wife.
0: Okay, so I want to introduce my friends Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher, both hilarious comedians. And actually on December 9th, their album Back to Back, which is 20 minutes of each of them on stage together and 20 minutes each of them separately doing stand-up, that will be available on Amazon. You can pre-order it on a special thing and also check out Cameron Esposito's album purveyor of fine jokes at Cameron Esposito.com. So I talked to them about being in a relationship and what the holidays does to a relationship because they are from such different families and they have such different ideas about how the holidays should be spent. And they haven't taken the time yet to find their own tradition together. And it's really funny to hear people who are so happy together and yet so different. And they have some advice for you guys. Take a listen.
4: <laughs> Why are you looking at me weird? I don't know. I thought you were giving me looks that I'm going down a I think you're too close to... to the mic. See, she's good. <laughs> oh, she was gearing
0: up to say There's something. There's a
4: sound engineer. Am I too close to the mic? Cameron oh Esposito, Cameron
0: Sposito, Sound he basically engineer. just shot you down. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's fine, thank you, sir. This actually this is helps one of my our relationship seriously. Life. If I'm like Ria, you're too close to the mic. Can you come live with us? Because this is what we need. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to.
4: This podcast is definitely convincing. Because that I'm actually
5: coming. like helped. I can totally take your word yeah, for it. <laughs> she that Rhea's not take cl- too close. Now it.
4: you yeah. know what?
0: I find this dynamic so beautiful <laughs> and so sweet because it's like relationships are not about oh, everything's perfect every five seconds. And you don't know who someone is until you see how they react to something that might not be a big deal in general, but is a big deal to them. And sometimes they're just like, I'm out. You know, I mean, I know someone who got dumped on Christmas last year, me. But otherwise- (laughs) I'm just saying that like, but for, for me, it's like, I look at this and I go, this is so sweet. And yet I would love to meet someone who had a dead family. Just, they're just the only person so that I don't have to compromise. <laughs> Jen had me
5: on a podcast in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But wait, you no, know I- I'm dead in this scenario. Well, well, you know, I know. you're, you're a, yeah. but oh. I think, Family of origin. But
0: the thing is, it doesn't even make it... Uh, that's a weird wish that like you have someone that can just do whatever you want them to do. Cause you would still have your own ideas about what you want to do, even though you don't have a family going, come here, come there, come here. So like, what, how do you solve it? Like what? We're still trying to figure it out. Kind of. Have you ever just each one given in completely and done the other person's thing a hundred percent? Are you like, that's me every time? <laughs> um, no, I've,
5: I, feel I like... mean, the
4: reality of the holidays is kind of that. Well, you're, I feel like we've had almost every scenario except for, just us for Christmas. That's the only oh, scenario you guys we haven't done.
5: Yeah, I think we're, we're trying to figure it and out. And you had for that, this that. We were talking
0: about that Christmas special Yeah, on it's, your show it, about staying in and watching Melissa McCarthy.
5: <laughs> Which is like <laughs> yeah. not our lives at all. I know, it's funny <laughs> also because it. another thing that makes this hard to negotiate, I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to this even though they're not in this wacky industry is like, Our uh, relationship is so stressful all the time because we work together. There are a lot of people who have a family business. So we have a family business, and there's so much pressure put on our relationship and so much that we're constantly trying to negotiate, like little day-to-day stupid shit. And then when it's something like Christmas, I just feel so exhausted to try and tackle that because I'm just like, we've been fighting about, you know, whatever it is, like— Burritos on the road. Burritos on the road, or, the road or yeah. like you know, who's saying what when we're on stage together? How close Ria is to the microphone. Yes, How oh, close, close is? To the <laughs> and so it just it. I think that what I'm trying to figure out, and this is why I know why I'm drawn to Ria, is that she's very like cut and dry, not complicated. Just like this is what we're doing. I am so complicated, and everything's like an ordeal. <laughs> and I also know that Ria needs that a little bit in her life because like. Otherwise, I mean, why would you choose to be with somebody who's complicated when you're easy, unless if you needed things to be a little bit complicated sometimes? Yeah,
4: I mean, it's a lot. I would, the perfect example is that I was then able to see the other side of quietness. Like that makes me feel good sometimes, but then the times that it doesn't, Cameron has helped me to see, like, oh, that's why you're upset right now is because you can't, you're not getting what you actually need. And so, like, the quietness isn't 100% effective all the time. Just like right. the complication isn't 100% effective all the time. Like you have to find a compromise or a balance of those two.
0: What's that quote? It's something like the world works, although that's debatable because <laughs> not everyone's crazy at the same time. So it's like, <laughs> right. it's kind of yeah. nice that like maybe, or you have to, I don't know, it's a pretty big deal to realize someone's not being crazy. Because if you're the one in crazy mode, you might be blaming the other one. And think. And I'm using crazy as a generic Term for like you're being difficult or you're not listening. Wacky, yeah, yeah wacky. Well, the real wacky way. Bon- thing, bonkers. I don't know if I can have you in the back of your mind thinking about um, your worst Christmas as a single person if, or or holiday. Just so the people know, obviously you've survived it, so you don't even have to say how you just have. Um, if you have that in mind, you can say it, or we can. Yeah, <laughs> I've got yeah, it. Got I've it? Got yeah,
5: it. do you have? Do you know one? I, I don't. I have uh, one. Um, so I mean, I wasn't out to my oh. family for a while. I mean, um there was when I first came out to my family, I wasn't allowed to bring anybody home. Oh. So there was a couple of years in my life, not a couple, like 5, yeah, where um I lived in Boston. Yeah. And I would travel home to Chicago solo and sort of have to pretend I didn't have another Life going on. Oh, that's so awful.
0: Were you? Did your parents eventually, obviously, came around to you? They did, yeah. like Coming up.
5: H- hugely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a real 180. Like, my, my parents, like, left the Catholic Church and— Oh, wow. Um, did all, you know, did all this stuff. But there was a moment, the first girlfriend of mine that they would really meet— Yeah. Um, because they just hadn't—it was so hard. There was no way for it to happen— Easily, because there would have always been a flight involved, because I lived in Boston. Right. My girlfriends were there, so there would have been a flight, and it would have been complicated. The first time, I, when I moved back home to Chicago, I started dating one of my sister's friends, who they already knew. Mm. And so, it was like this kind of backdoor um, deal, where I was like, but you already know her. You think she's cool. Right, yeah. And then, she came and uh, spent Christmas with us one time, and it was just like this huge breakthrough, because— she was actually rad and they got to see that it wasn't scary it was just a person and yeah. that they already loved this person.
0: Uh, <laughs> now, quickly, do you have a favorite holiday song? And do you have one that you hate? And do you oh, have one that makes you cry? Oof.
4: A lot of them make me yeah. cry. But I, I actually, one of my favorite holiday songs is Silver Bells. Oh. By, um, what's that, the name, it just flew out of my brain. He did all the, like, he sing, he's the snowman in Ding Rudolph Martin. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I know who you're talking about. So, uh, just the way he sings it and it, my, they used to play that on the AM radio station that my grandmother used to drive around and listen to a lot. Yeah. So it just makes me really happy. But the end song of It's a Wonderful Life will make me crumble every time. Oh. It's like Joy to the World or whatever. Should all the Queen, yes, whatever exactly. that's called. Yeah, that one, that version in Ooh. that movie will crush me every single I'm, time. <laughs> I'm on the floor right now, yeah. weeping.
5: <laughs> totally. Uh, I think you are misrepresenting yourself. Rhea, why? Because you're like totally a Grinch about carols. She will not let me play them <laughs> oh, in the car. Well,
4: no, well, see, I'm not a Grinch because the Grinch like hates Christmas. I like Christmas, but the way Christmas is being like treated is what's making me not like
0: Christmas. Ah, oh my and that's God. That's where we have to have. Um, we have to crack you open this year like in one of those Christmas movies exactly. where it's like you can have your own Christmas. Exactly. Without the. I want to have my own Christmas. Without Mr. Potter. Which is Potter. why I
4: want to wait to listen to Christmas music until it's December. Oh. Oh. That's all. I'm ready I like now. to wait until Thanksgiving. I watch Christmas movies at night, uh, Thanksgiving night, and then I am ready to go.
0: Yeah, it's black. I get it. It's black and white. It makes sense to you. What I hate is listening to Christmas music in LA while the sun is shining. It feels wrong. It's it weird. feels bad.
5: I like to listen to Christmas music all the time. I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, You're I also so cute. love other cheesy music. That's my fave. Um, also, my favorite song is probably Oh Holy Night. Okay, sure, I'll accept the Celine Dion version, maybe, but also the best possible version is my dad singing it at church. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) A lot of people have said Oh Holy Night, and I feel like it
0: doesn't have a a lot of
5: pizzazz. It doesn't have a rhythm. My dad has, for my entire life—so now, like, they don't go to church anymore, so he just sings the national anthem at (laughs) 4th of July. Oh, boy. (laughs) But— (laughs) <laughs> my dad for my entire life has been like, he was like a church canter. Yeah. Um. So he would sing at church, but like only for special occasions. He would just get like really into it. He'd wear a full tuxedo and be like a nervous wreck for like four days. Uh, you know, for no reason. Yeah. Just like locking himself in my parents' den. And then you'd hear him like hitting the high note, being like, ooh, like, well." Oh no Like yeah. oh, Like he's like trying Really hard to get it He's I like gargling it. Salt water And like Sipping lemons My my mom is just like Sipping lemons Just like My mom <gasps>
0: Lemons a <laughs> worse thing for
5: your voice. <laughs> My mom is just like, ah, he's had it again. It's like, I mean, it's just
0: the best. It's almost like the Brady Bunch episode where Carol loses her voice and then it comes back because it's a miracle.
5: It's exactly it's just like That's that. That's what you
0: guys should do this year. You should watch that episode, Ria, and that will get you back in the Christmas Give me spirit. back into the spirit. Well, guys, thank you. You've given me life today, and given me <laughs> spirit. And I hope you've given a lot of people out there hope that they can survive a relationship, they can survive without one, and they can come out and their parents can stop going to church. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Thanks, ladies. Hey, Jen, you roll. Thanks, Jen. Thanks. (laughs) Well, that does it for this episode of my holiday survival guide. I hope everyone out there who's single realizes that. Well, you probably already do realize that being in a relationship's not gonna make your holidays better or worse necessarily. Might make them more stressful, you never know. So just enjoy where you are. But a big thanks to all of my guests today. Make sure you tune into our next and last episode, in which we'll hear from a whole bunch of people about their holiday guilty pleasures. We'll have musician Ben Lee, actor Michael McMillan, and comedian Sarah Colonna, talking about our favorite Christmas music, holiday movies, and yams. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, thank you to Amazon Echo and TuneIn. And thanks to you listeners. I hope you're all now ready for the holidays. Thank you for joining us for the third episode of the Holiday Survival Guide. From planning holiday parties to calling home, we know it can be a challenge to stay on top of it all. But Amazon Echo can help. In that third episode, Jen talked to her guests about some of their favorite holiday music. Well, here's some of ours. Hey Alexa, play Echo Holiday Radio on TuneIn.
1: Playing Echo Holiday Radio on TuneIn.
5: Under the mistletoe I'll be waiting for you to show Under the mistletoe I'll be Under the mistletoe Hold me tight and don't let go Under the mistletoe I'll be Is blowing, my heart is glowing, thinking about you and me. The snow is falling, your lips are calling, so pucker.